0: Think about if you acted on every idea. Um, Perhaps you may have several businesses right now, right? You may be a multimillionaire because you acted on those ideas. Who knows? However, think about it from this standpoint. If you acted on every one of those ideas, perhaps you may be overwhelmed all the time. Perhaps you may be having difficulty managing the different businesses that you have. You may be having difficulty managing the different moving parts. Even as, uh, for myself, being an entrepreneur, solopreneur, as they would call, uh, call me, it's sometimes interesting because I have these ideas for my business, but at the moment, I am not at a scale where I can do that. Um, but let's talk a little bit deeper. Some of the ideas that I have are good ideas, but a lot of the ideas that I have, number one, are not tied to my identity. Secondly, they're not, I, uh, they're not connected to a need or a gap or they don't answer a question.
1: You just heard the voice of identity strategist, Michael Weston. Michael spent 10 years as a marketing and branding expert, and now he focuses on helping clients identify breakdowns by discovering their identity. Michael wants to invite new entrepreneurs to a live interactive course where you will receive real-time feedback and support as you begin to develop your new identity-aligned business. The name of the course is Fresh Ideanity. And we'll explore these three questions. Who am I? Who is my idea for? And how does my identity connect to my idea? For more information and to sign up for the course, visit www.fresh. Dot what's up everybody you are listening to the what now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments Fit for sport, fit for life. Numa Wellness and Spa offers mobile massage services. Gordon Walker Jr. specializes in deep tissue and sports massages. Massages range from 60 to 90 minutes. Numa's hours of operations are Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Happy hours are between one thirty p.m., and 5:30 p.m. Monday through Friday. During this time, clients receive massages at a discounted rate. Gordon also specializes in paraffin treatment, ear candling, mobile first aid, CPR, and AED classes, as well as mobile notary services. Coming soon, Zumba and yoga classes. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit www dot numa wellness spa dot com, or email them at newmade seven eight one six at gmail dot com. Newmade is spelled p n e u m a d e, or you can call them at three zero two nine nine zero eight nine zero seven.
2: Oh, purpose. Something I did not know until very recently. I didn't believe I had a purpose. I thought that my life was, uh, pointless. Um, it wasn't until meeting people like yourself, um, and other, like, voice of reasons that I've, uh, Got to know over the years that I actually started believing in the purpose that I already was hearing God tell me my life was for and actually following that. Um, for an example, um, you made me, yes, I'm gonna say made, uh, take this course, um, from, uh, Michael Weston. I believe I'm saying his name
1: right. Hopefully I. That's um, correct. You, you actually heard the ad at the beginning of the show, and I encourage each and every one of you to sign up for that course.
2: Yes. Yeah. so that course was very eye-opening. It was like, because I went into the course like, I don't really want to be here. This is nothing for me. Like, it's it's like, what what can he tell me that I don't already know? And it the way the course was, uh, Designed is just like it's an eye opener to stuff that you may already know but don't know how to voice or not knowing how it's actually going to play out. And his course actually was very helpful into um, carrying out what I already knew the purpose was.
1: What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now podcast. That's right, the What Now podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. You already know what's up. We've scratched that word difficult out. We've erased that word difficult we whited that word difficult out. We have eliminated that word difficult, and we have replaced it with defining because we have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to define those moments and not allow ourselves to be defined by those moments. Why? Because you are greater than any moment that you may have experienced in your life. My name is Clifton Patty John. I am your trusted voice of transformation. I teach individuals how to revolutionize their lives through purpose, identification, and execution. Tonight, we have an amazing guest with us. He is a mentee of mine, Jamil A. Conway. We're going to get to him in a little bit. But before we do, just a few housekeeping things I want to throw throw out there at you. We are transitioning just from audio to audio and visual. So make sure that you guys are going by my YouTube channel and blowing them numbers up. That's right. Get my numbers up. Get my numbers up. Don't just subscribe, though. I want you to subscribe and listen to the content. Y'all, we are in season three of the What Now podcast, and we've had some amazing guests. I've had some amazing conversations with you guys, and apparently I like to use the word amazing a lot because I'm sitting here like, Cliff, you've said amazing a lot in less than three minutes. All right? But we, the content over there, y'all, like I said, is great. It's far. I'm telling you, it's far. Whatever it is that you are going through in life, there is somebody that has a similar story to yours. Now, I'm not saying they are just like you or you are just like them, but they have provided some principles, tools, techniques, and strategies that they picked up along the way that can help assist you through your journey. The one thing about a coach. Uh, And people say, well, why do I need a coach? I don't need a coach. I can figure it out on my own. If you played any sports, you understand the role and the responsibility of a coach. As a coach, no, it is not my responsibility nor any coach that's worth his weight or her weight or their weight, their weight's responsibility to give you the answers, give you the solutions, do the work for you. We simply navigate you to, the answers that are locked up inside of you. And you might say, well, if all the answers are inside of me, what do I need you for? You need me because sometimes we get so focused on finding answers and solutions externally when we don't even realize that everything that we need is inside of us. So any good coach is going to help you navigate to those internal tools techniques and strategies that are inside of you okay so that's why it's important to have that but as i said subscribe if you don't like the the video you don't want to look at this beautiful face that's okay that's okay you can listen to this beautiful voice on multiple platforms so make sure you're subscribing whatever way that you desire to subscribe if you're out there and you have an idea for a show you have an idea for a podcast You are a a creator and you are creative and you just say, I need to know what it is that I need to do next. Listen, reach out to me, www.coachclifton.com. Let's set up a complimentary coaching session. All right. And if you don't know what complimentary means, that means free baby is free. There's no strings attached. I just want to help you take your first step. And if you have not already, I encourage you to go over to my website, purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation, all right? Uh, The first day of that book is called First Step. So that's why I want to help you take that first step, because sometimes that is the most vital step that we will take. Why? Because we're beginning to make decisions that we have not made before in our lives, because we want new results in our lives, all right? So let's go. Here we are. We have an amazing guest on tonight. There I am using that word amazing again. But y'all, he is a pretty cool dude. He really is. He's a pretty cool dude. He has a crazy story. Crazy story. Uh, God is, it has done some amazing things. <laughs> Yo, Clev, I need you to go to your thesaurus, your internal thesaurus or something, because I'm sick of this word amazing. He, God is doing some awesome things. Um, and I'm gonna allow him to share that on tonight, all right? So without further ado, I want you standing up all over the bill as we welcome the man of God to this precious platform. His name is Jamil Akeem Conway, alright? Everyone clapping your hands as we receive the man of God. What's up, man?
2: The first thing that just came to my mind is how not churchy you are and how churchy you just sound and I enjoyed it because you know you don't give me that churchy side anymore and I miss Uh, the church
1: you know I I just did that for you because I know um, you are a, a old man trapped in a young man's body so I figured that if I gave you that churchy side it would Make you feel more welcome here on our platform.
2: Uh, I am a 72-year-old Baptist oh. preacher.
1: Oh, my God. That is
2: a cool. hooper
1: Listen.
2: trapped in a 29-year-old body.
1: And here's how we're going to start the show off right there. Name your top five church song, your top uh, five favorite church song. <laughs> uh,
2: Top five. Number One, this is the church uh that, that Kojic all the way you know we we have to go where the founders started uh victory uh victory is mine number two, if it had not been for the Lord, number three i I don't know, I got so many, I don't think I can name any more. <laughs> Like,
1: now I want you all to under, to notice that he did not name a song that was written after 1979. <laughs> all of his songs were written prior to that, y'all. We are trying to help him come into the 2000s, at least the 1990s. Well, I look,
2: I do have a couple, like, 2000 songs I can get, but, you know, later.
1: Talk um, to me. Give me one. Cycles by
2: Jonathan McReynolds.
1: Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's that cool. that song is a,
2: that that song is my life, and it seriously is like um, he he. I felt like he wrote that song for me and given my testimony, and I was like, oh wow, I, I I played that. And um, what was it? The song uh, last time you was here, you was listening to Yahweh by Matthew Ste with Matthew Stevenson. I don't know if he wrote it, but no he
1: did. child. You thought Dr. Stevenson wrote Yahweh? No,
2: I know. he. I'm, I'm say, I am didn't know. I don't want to give him, not give him credit if he did.
1: No, he did not write Yahweh. Yahweh's been no. around for a while. That's Dr. Matthew Stevenson. And one of my favorite vocalists, Chandler Moore. Chandler Moore was on that track yeah. as well, as long as with the N.Y. uh, choir, singer, whatever they are, singers, whatever it is. Album. None of them can sing like me, so that's all I really right. care about. Uh, but anyway, listen, welcome to the show. I want to thank you for sitting down with us on tonight. I start every conversation. I have to remember what my camera is because I want you beautiful people to understand that I'm focused on you as well. But, um, I start every conversation with an icebreaker question. So we're going to do that as well on tonight. Tonight's icebreaker question is if you could have one superpower. This is my favorite ice brick, of course. Oh, what would that superpower be and why?
2: I, I'm not sure what, because I, I don't want to say the wrong name for it, but the ability to feel um, other people's emotions.
1: <laughs> so what
2: it, would it be infant? I, I don't know what's, what would be the you right know, word for that.
1: Don't worry about the right word. Just just tell me why. Cause, and then i explain. That, everybody, I'll explain why I'm laughing. You
2: know that I, for years, even still to this day, uh, have a problem of, you know, connected to people on certain things. And it was really weird, especially like in. Early in ministry and people would come to me and I would just be like, Oh, okay. You're sad because they died. And, okay. And I was not a one that I would be like, I would like, Oh, I'm sorry that they died. Because in my head, it's like, dude, they, they, they don't have to deal with this world anymore. They, they happy. They, but as I'm maturing, uh with life i'm coming to understand that i still have to you know get that connection get that connection with people and understand what they're going through at the moment the same way i want somebody you know to understand what i'm going through so that will be my superpower it just... awesome awesome
1: it was just funny to me because we had this conversation today <laughs> we had this complete conversation today about empathy and yeah, expressing cool. empathy and I will say he has gotten better with it because like he said like he's like okay so they don't have to put up with this world anymore and I'm thinking like yo that that's...
2: <laughs> because I that too, I, I, I'm not going to say I, my beliefs have not changed I still believe like, they're in a much better place hopefully um uh,
1: hopefully, you know, put the people in hell. Child- I, I didn't I don't, put no them there. I don't have a Nothing. heaven. Or- Child- he's church. I'm telling you, this man is church. You you know the first thing the church does when you do anything that disagrees with them, or or if they feel as if they don't know what you're doing behind closed doors, honey, they put you right in hell.
2: I I don't have a heaven or hell to put them in. I'm just saying, hopefully, you know, they got it. They got they they are personal connection with God, and they're going the right direction. That's, so, that's so,
1: my hope. Okay, so we're going to start a little different tonight. We're going to get to the uh, introduction of yourself as we go along, but their personal relationship with God, What is a what what does that mean? Because a lot of people feel like that's a new age thing where people use that as a way of not having standards or mm. not living in holiness, because we know that holiness is right. But here's here's where I always, and then we're going to get to the question, here's where I always venture off. When I think of holiness, I think of wholeness. So when I think of wholeness, I think of all core areas of your life. Where my problem comes in many times with a lot of people who cry holiness is they're out of shape. Whether mentally, emotionally, physically, to me, wholeness means that we are taking care of the the totality of who we are, but that's just that's just for me personal relationship with god what what does that mean to you what What does that look like
2: to me that's my relationship with my creator so and to put it into like layman's term, it's just the connection I have. Like so if it's it's whatever you make of it. So it's not no if and there's no right or wrong way to say connection to God in my eye. Um I was very big on, you know, holiness is right and if you ain't living kojik, you're gonna go to hell burn and uh First after yeah. Um, after, you know, some soul searching and, uh, after the sh- church looked at me and was like, wait, you can't be preaching the gospel. You gay. Uh, you can't be preaching the gospel. You a whore. Uh, wait, wait, you wait. can't
1: be. Can we stop right there? You're gay? See, Child, I, I gotta shut this whole interview down. Y'all. I did not know he was. I want to apologize <laughs> to my listening audience. It's no way possible I would have done this to you guys. Oh my God, I feel like my discernment is gone right now. I did not know this man was gay on my platform. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because you know, oh. the funny thing about that, when you said that, I think about the people that say, you know, Cliff, God has called us to work together. And I want to be on your show. And I tell them, are you sure? I want you to go check out some episodes. They check out some episodes and they realize that some of the people, uh, the lives, you know the the um, diversity of lives that are on the show, and I'm like, oh no, I can't be connected to that. Okay, who was that hurting? I mean, I didn't ask you to be on my show, but you know, I was just thinking about that when you said that. But you can go here; I'll let you be on the show. We'll make this one exception. Guys, this is my right. first in person on the show. Right? Um, we we not gonna do that because you
2: know, um, I hate to tell people's business and things like that. You know I could be messy, but I ain't gonna do it because I'm saying like, uh, Holy
1: Ghost. Child, this is not the, the type of platform we're not. We don't expose people here, all right? We lift I up.
2: Say, I won't. We uplift.
1: I won't.
2: I won't tell the. I won't tell your listeners your business. I oh, do child, that on my show.
1: First of all, you already know that the listeners know my business because who tells their <laughs> own business? All right, that would be me. The
2: only man I know that just go out and tell everything. I'm like. <laughs> I I was scared when I first met you because you were just you tell everything, every little thing, and I'm like, "Uh, sir, you didn't need to tell us
1: that. But to be honest, I used to not be like this. I used to be the biggest liar in the world. I was a compulsive, a uh, impulsive. I was whatever type of liar you wanted to be, because I believe if you're going to be anything, you need to be the, you need to be the best. Be the best. And I'm going to tell you this. There was a time when nobody outlawed me. There were times I even convinced myself that the lie I was telling was the truth. So once I embraced the reality that I didn't need to lie to fit in or need to lie to be liked or needed to lie to create a world where people would accept me, I just went hard with the truth. I just tell. You know, and I believe it helps people too. I believe that if I'm willing to put myself out there and, and share my story, it, it'll help somebody.
2: Now, so. I, I know you know this, but uh, I guess your uh, listeners wouldn't know this. I personally, you know, might have had a struggle with uh, lying um, in the past. May have Um, no. and. You know, I, I thank the Creator, God, um, the Alpha and Omega, for uh, working me in a way that uh, this lion spirit that was upon me is no more there. Oh, uh, No, let me stop. Here. No, but seriously, it was it was a point where the dumbest things you could think of, I lied about. Where we moved to a new town. Um, when I was younger, and uh, I told the people that lived next door to me that I wrote uh, this book that I was reading for school, and it was so funny because it, I, 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 I bought them the uh, photocopies of the book because they didn't give us the real book to take home. They gave us photocopies, and I took it. I showed it to them, and I was like, this is the book I wrote. And I'm, now I'm looking at it. Them people probably looking at me like, oh, this poor child. He's just lying. Don't know that we all know that this book was a, written by a well-known author. But, you know, the eight-year-old me was just the most compulsive liar and it, it just was ridiculous. My mom just said I had a big imagination. And then one day she had to tell me,
1: so no, baby, you don't have a big imagination. You're just a liar. You get it from your daddy, but it's okay. Now, I want to ask you a question about the line. Um, and we're not going to stay here long. But I want to know, why did you feel that you needed to? Because there's some people out there that, that um, you know, they, they're having struggles with it. Some people just lie just to lie. But there are some people that lie, and then they honestly do feel bad about it. But they don't know how to come back and say, listen, yo, I, I made that story up. What was it that you felt you needed to lie, or why did you feel you needed to lie so much?
2: Um. So, my mind was a little interested. I didn't need to lie. I did it. it. It was just like an impulse, okay, to try to make myself bigger than what I was. Mm. Trying to, you know, like get attention, and I'm not going to say I wasn't like getting attention at home. But it was more so my, my mom being uh, like a single parent for most of our lives. So I was in like in charge of the house while she was taking care of everything else. So I was showing attention to the younger ones, but I wasn't like receiving that baby in or that, you know, that nourishment that um, I wanted. So I felt like I needed to go out and search for it somewhere else or Find ways to make myself bigger than what i was to get that attention and as i'm getting older i'm learning like uh my my real life is crazy enough i don't need to lie (laughs) (laughs) my real life is crazy enough
1: now let's talk about that because you were talking about you started doing it because you know it was for the to make yourself bigger than what you are and there. Listen, this is I'm I'm sticking here because there are so many people that need to hear that they are enough. One of the greatest defining moments in my life was when I came to a reality of regardless of who wants to be with me, who wants to be my friend, who wants to be involved with me, who wants to be a part of the ministry, who wants to be a part of the business, who wants to be a part of my life that I am enough. You know, and that that sometimes is one of the greatest struggles in life. Now, as a child, you were talking about that. Did you transition into your adulthood with that same, I have to be bigger than what I am mindset? Um,
2: I remember when I first met my, uh, now ex husband, the story, I-, I was living at this time, I just, I moved out of my parents, my mother's house, uh, the year before just got out of a a long-term relationship. So I literally like had nowhere to live and I was getting help through this program in New Jersey. Um, and they were providing housing. So when I met him, it was, it was a nice house. I was living in It was almost like a boarding house type of situation. I told him I owned the house. Um, I had a six figure job. I just, uh, became a lieutenant colonel in the army, like something like really off the wall extreme. And like I said all this stuff and then he just looked at me and was like, none of that is true. But I still love you. And I was just like, yes, it is. It's all true. It's all true. And then like, And now I look back at it, we actually, it's funny because we we talk about it now and I I look back and
1: like, yo, I used to lie about the
2: stupidest things.
1: I get it. I I understand that. But you, you hit a major key in thinking that you had to be bigger than what you were, not understanding just how valuable you were. I talk a lot about identity and I talk a lot about discovering who we are, getting to the core and the essence of who we are. Um and I believe that a lot of people that are out there that are are uh successful in business, they may be experiencing success experiencing success in ministry, even success personal successes in their lives that still don't understand that they are enough. And it caused them to continue to drive and drive and drive. Now, I believe you need to be ambitious. I believe that you need to continue to set goals, conquer those goals, and continue to set and conquer goals. But if you're not able to celebrate the small goals that you're accomplishing because you have to keep going and 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 keep going, going, then you haven't tapped into that that essence of who you are and to understand that you are enough. So, now I want to throw some words out there to you. It's a game we play called Word Association. You can either sing a song with the word in it. Now, I can't or, bless them with this anointed voice. You know, I can't be doing child, that to your people. Child, honey, we call anything the anointed these days. Uh, <laughs> ooh, jeez. Listen, or you can just tell the first thing that comes to mind when you hear this word. And sometimes... We continue the conversation from the word, sometimes we come back throughout the conversation to that word, alright? So the first word is which one do I want to start with? No good. Here we go. Purpose. Oh,
2: purpose. Something I did not know until very recently. I didn't believe I had a purpose. I thought that my life was uh pointless. Um it wasn't until meeting people like yourself, um and other like voice of reasons that I've uh got to know over the years that I actually started believing in the purpose that I already was hearing God tell me my life was for and actually following that. Um, but for an example, um you made me yes i'm gonna say made. uh take this course um from uh michael weston i believe i'm saying his name,
1: right hopefully yeah. that's um, correct you you actually heard the ad at the beginning of the show and i encourage each and every one of you to sign up for that course
2: Yes. Yeah. so that course was very eye-opening it was like because I went into the course like I don't really want to be here this is nothing for me like it's it's like what what can he tell me that I don't already know and it the way the course was uh designed is just like it's an eye opener to stuff that you may already know but don't know how to voice or not knowing how it's actually going to play out and his course actually was very helpful and to Um, carrying out what I already knew the purpose was and understanding that those things that I already knew so yeah purpose is something that I'm learning to you know cooperate with
1: ah you hit a key right there see every now and then y'all hit trigger words on this show and you hit a trigger word as it relates to purpose you said cooperate cooperate with cooperate that's a compound word co and then operate all right and i think that that's one of the things that we have to learn how to do because many times we try to force purpose and even though purpose is forcing us to slide to the right we're trying to pull purpose to the left and tell purpose like no 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 i know You think you know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I promise you, if you come over here, it's going to make more sense. Instead of becoming more fluid, I talk about being fluid as it relates to purpose. I had to learn how to be fluid in relationship to purpose. So that's great to to come from a, a space and a place of not thinking that you had a purpose, even though God had been ministering to you, your purpose is amazing to see where you are now. So let's go to the next word. The next word is life. Life. Oh, grateful.
2: That's it. it, I think grateful sums up what I think the word life is. I am so grateful for it. It ties back to the purpose thing. Like there was a point where I didn't think life meant anything at all and now I just look at it that I am grateful for this gift that God has given me and trusted me with to live out to the purpose that He has for me. So grateful would be um I know that's not really the word but grateful. Whenever I think about life I'm just I'm grateful, like Lord thank you. Yeah I think we all Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm just like, it's just like uh, so many times I could have been gone. Yeah. And I'm grateful that he just keeps choosing to let me see another day. Even if he don't let me see tomorrow, I'm still grateful.
1: You know, um, Elliot Carlisle, y'all heard me talk about him on this show. He's the uh, young man that breathe life back into my voice. He helped me recognize, uh, re-recognize the power, the influence, the authority that was within my voice. I say it all the time. If there was no Destiny Conversations, which was his show, there would be no Transformation Radio, and it definitely wouldn't be no What What Now podcast. He did a teaching series last month on gratitude. And as you were talking about being grateful, I was thinking about having gratitude as it relates to just life, yo. Know? Like, and the more gratitude and grateful we are, the more it opens us up to uh, possibilities of greater things uh, coming into our lives. So that that was exactly what needed to be said. Now, the next word is faith.
2: It's faith it's funny because me being the churchy boy man guy that I am, faith was so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. It was not a part of my everyday vocabulary. It was not something that I actually, you know, practiced. And it's it's twenty twenty has not taught me anything or has taught me anything, it was faith. Because there, I cannot, in my head, come up to one moment where there was a bill that needed to be paid, there was, how am I going to survive this? And God didn't provide. So, as the year was going on, it was just like, my trust in God, um, just grew. And I tie that to my faith in God. Actually trusting Him. Um, just thinking about like the course of how my life has just unfolded. That, that's gonna be a book. Um, okay. That, my faith has went from, you, you know how they, they say if you just have a mustard seed. Um, I don't even think there was, before, like, these recent years, I had a mustard seed. It was, my faith was smaller than an atom. And if anybody knows science, atoms are, you know, it takes multiple atoms to make that object. So, like, I'm talking about thousands of people. Um, so, that, that's, yeah, that's what that was. So, yeah. I
1: got you. I got you. That's what's up, man. I'm telling you that I, when you develop a personal relationship with the creator, it becomes a walk. You really begin to understand. And and that's what I love about your journey is um, I, I've seen you grow from a religious individual to a relationship individual um, where you uh, you were so indoctrinated as if i may say um mm-hmm. you, know, you you love the whole and that's great that you love that because we need that side of things and people that serve in that uh sphere, sphere or mountain of influence as well where you know you love the whole protocol side of things in some of the organizations but one of the things i remember when i met you that that, that the creator had me specifically. Drill into you and some of the others was was that aspect of relationship you know forgetting about all of that other stuff for a moment and understanding the importance of developing that consistent uh relationship with God so now let's talk this last word, and then we'll get uh more into the conversation. This last word is success
2: success. Um, it's what you make it. Success is what you make it. To some people, you know, to be defined as, uh, to define success will be like you have to reach this certain point in life or like this certain figure in your bank account. I will personally say to me, like, success is where I am right now. Just continuing to grow, that's success for me. I might not be where I want to be, like, financially or where I want to be relationship-wise, so forth and so on. But the fact that I'm still moving towards those things is a, a, a walking success story to
1: me. Awesome. And I like how you broke it down because, like you said, some do define it as like reaching your major goals and accomplishments. One of the ways I define success is setting a goal and accomplishing it. If my goal was that this morning I got out of bed and I read one page of a book, I was successful because that was the goal that I set and I accomplished it. So (laughs) I like that. Now. I didn't even give you an opportunity to tell the people about yourself. And I want you to take uh this opportunity now just to give us a backdrop of who Jamil is. You can go as far back as you're comfortable with to how you got to where you are right now. Ooh, ooh. It's very funny.
2: Uh I do not like talking about myself. I don't know why. I love talking all day long. But since I started this transition from Jamil the liar to Jamil, uh, what you get is what you get, I don't like talking about myself because I feel like sometimes that gives (laughs) opportunity.
1: Hold up, hold up, hold
2: up. I just
1: got to drop that and and keep it moving.
2: I got to. My transition
1: from Jamil the liar. I got stuck right there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That that was. Too it, much it's say. the truth
2: because it's it, so like what I was saying is um, Jamil the liar loved talking about Jamil because that was his opportunity to embellish whatever story he felt like telling that day and to make it Jamil the president of the United States. Um, but Jamil the whatever you get you get guy is like. I try to stay away from talking about myself because I feel like that's giving myself opportunities to um, be a la- uh to make the truth stretch. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm also trying to tell my story because I know that my story is going to connect to somebody. It right. might be just I need to tell it for one person. And if that's one person then that was what it was meant for um so my story started very young um very churchy boy grew up in the church my uh grandparents all deep in the church my grandfather is a bishop in one of these major uh church organizations um the church of uh, um you know I ain't even go do them like that no. that church um, so, like, that, that was my, that was my life. So, I, I'm, I'm gonna say I had a very moderate upbringing. Um, single parent household for the majority of it. Um, pa- parents talk, but wasn't like the closest or whatever. See look I'm so not used to not telling my story while I' adding stuff in that it's it's kind of weird now um I'm still working on this. Let's see so let's let let me talk about me now, so I'm Jamil, and I am a guy who was molested um. Thought about suicide, um, actually tried to kill myself multiple times, uh, self sabotaging. Uh, You name it, I probably thought about it, doing it to myself and others. Just a very broken person. But recently, in the past couple years, I'm learning. To, one, love myself, be comfortable of the person that I am and whatever is going on with me, Um, not trying to be everything to everybody, but not be the healing part for myself, Um, a happy gay man. And me I say all that, and but I don't want none of that to define who I am because one, I'm still a work in progress uh, with help from people like yourself um I'm learning to express what what's going on and not bottle everything in and allow that to pull me down into depression self-doubt self-harm uh convicted felon um and i had to get past that um as a defining factor in my life because i i used that as an excuse for a while that my life had no purpose that was the main reason and we can talk about that too um a few years ago that I was just like I have no purpose left in this world and I was in a downward downward spiral until this deep depression where I was like, Lord, um, why couldn't I die that day? Why why would you keep me here? Because my life is nothing now. So that's where I am. I'm a to sum it all up, a work in progress.
1: You know, I I'm glad you did that and I purposely uh, and I'm not gonna say made like you say was encouraging you to do that because that is the first time you know, I, and I, I can say that that's the first time I've heard you communicate that completely. Um, I've heard you break all of that up. Um, I've heard you do it in a joking way. Uh, I, I've heard all it. I've heard me have to tell you stuff. And you'd be like, no, that's not me. Yeah. Okay. That's me. You know, but I've never heard you take ownership of the moments in your life. And then after taking that ownership of it, uh, stating, but that does not define me. Uh, so, you know, from a, uh, personally, I just say I'm proud of you for that. Uh, if you don't, if you guys don't, understand anything about my show um when i created this show one of the main things that i wanted to make sure that i did was i wanted to be purposeful with everyone i invite on the show now granted there have been opportunities for me to bring big name people on the show Um, and some people that probably would surprise you and i've had some people that have big names in certain industries uh, But when they came on the show, they were able to tell their story. And if you remember, there was one young man. We didn't do two part show because he just broke down crying in the middle of telling his story because he had never expressed it that way. I don't care about the likes. I don't care about the downloads. I don't care about the popularity of the show. I care about the effectiveness of the show. Now, do I want it to grow? Of course. Do I want it to make me some money? Of course I do. I want this to be a stream of income. I'd be dumb not to want that. But the ultimate purpose of this show is that we all can finally come to a reality that everything that we went through, number one, was not a mistake. And number two, the scripture says it very well. We quote the scripture all the time. However, we have a hard time applying it to our own experiences. The scripture says that all things work together for the good of them that are the called, you know, those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. It doesn't say all things are good, all things look good, all things feel good, all things sound good. But it says putting all of that together, it works for good. And sometimes we are ashamed of a part of our story that may be the missing element to cause that light bulb or have that aha uh-huh moment like Oprah talks about it or experience a revelatory moment in our lives to help us realize, as he just had, I'm there there is purpose in my life and I'm actually executing my purpose. I just haven't valued it enough. So I commend you on, you know, sharing that story because there's somebody out there that's listening that is facing some of the same things that you were talking about that now will be able to connect with you. And that's a great way to segue in it because that into it, because now you are sharing your story. You're sharing your story and you're about to share your story in a major way. You have created a podcast. So let's talk about your podcast tell us the the uh concept of your podcast the name everything how how you even decided one day you know what i'm going to create a
2: podcast uh how most of my good ideas nowadays come to fruition yeah. one of our usual everyday conversations I was bouncing things off of you and I was like, all right. So to to create the, the, the backdrop for this, um, and the, like sometime like October of last year, I lost my job. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was in this little downward spiral again. And I'm like, well, I know God is going to provide. I just don't know how. So I'm sitting there trying to figure out everything I can do to, you know, uh, make things work and not paying attention to actually what he was just saying of, hey, if you just listen, I'm going to show you what to do. So that went on for probably the whole month of October and uh starting November. And we were having a conversation and you basically was like, people need to hear your voice. People need to hear your story. Sorry. And I told you that I was in the process of Writing my book now, and he was like, "Oh wow, okay, that's cool." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm writing my book," and somehow we got to the part where I was like, "Oh, I'm also doing a podcast. I'm not sure how I'm doing it yet, but I'm I'm doing a podcast or a video show. I don't know. I'm doing something," <laughs> and I I just it was like I needed to do something. One, to just get my mind off of what I didn't have coming in, like financially, but to, in my, in my thought process, get me more focused on what my, uh, ultimate purpose is, is to uplift people, um, challenge the norm of what is accepted in society as norm, right? Um, so, we were talking and he was like, so what's, what's this show going to be called? And I was just like, mind-blowing. And I said, mind-blowing because I wanted to give a platform for people that have stories similar to mine, these mind-blowing stories and these works that people are doing that don't get told every day. And I wanted it to be where people, to me, everyday people, that are doing incredible things that don't get the recognition or nobody knows about. I wanted to bring those to the front line where people can actually see like, wow, what I'm actually doing is purposeful. I actually am, you know, causing a difference in somebody's life. And so I, I reached out to a couple different people and I was just like, hey, look, I got this project I'm working on. Um, It's going to be a podcast or a YouTube channel. I'm not sure yet. And I would love to tell, uh, have you come on and tell your story to the people. And I was so blessed and honored that everyone I reached out to was just like, sure, no problem. I would love to. Um, Like within the first week of probably had close to like nine people that were just like when we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um and it was it just went from there. Uh so it's actually the first episode will hit the airs on January sixth. Um so that's a couple days from now.
1: Can you tell everybody? Cause I heard that you have <laughs> the guest that you have is just, Oh man. I, I can't even find a word to describe the individual. Could you share with everybody who your guest is? So I, I, I have some, some
2: amazing, some amazing guests. I have some authors. I have some community, uh, activists. Um, I do got this one particular guest that just I can't express the words of this
1: person. They are... Now if you need assistance, the, I can give you some words for
2: them. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, They are like the thorn in my side. You know. So, a lot of people look at that story and they, they hear the thorn in their side and they think of the annoyance that that thorn was. But that thorn served a purpose, right? So I look at that that person as that thorn in my side that's serving a purpose in my life and it's driving me towards the purpose that God has for me. So don't don't look at it as a bad thing, people, even though they can be very annoying and over churchy. And oh God, I
1: don't I know. I know you they... did not just call me over churchy. I know. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I know you didn't call me over church. That's um, because they'll call you, it will
2: be like, like they'll start singing, "The Lord is above, high above the heavens."
1: You know, uh, I, I don't even like that song. So
2: that's right? Why. See, that's that line Jamil, that just came out right there.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> I will See, said, I, I will call speaking in tongues. Oh, I will. I will call him speaking in tongues now.
2: And, and he call,
1: talk about some Lunchables, Lunchables, Lunchables.
2: Um, and the Holy Ghost ain't in that, and there's no anointing in
1: that voice. The Holy Ghost ain't in no Lunchables, number one. Yeah. Who is that gonna fill up? Nobody wants a Lunchable. Do I look like I eat Lunchables? No, I don't. Oh, God. <laughs> See, give this is why I can't do nothing serious give with me these, you a do- full course meal. Child is sick. Have you not understood my flow yet? The right, but it's just
2: my like my I'm flo- trying to keep like a serious
1: face and not laugh. Child, I know. But... I, I said, this boy's been serious. Child, you were talking at one I, point. I said, Child, is he great to preach? Child, I, I did not call him all here to preach. Now, if he wants to preach because he's running from that call, then he needs to, to get in the pulpit because I did not call him all here to preach. Uh, so, yeah, I had boy. to stop. And I said, wait a minute. What? Just like when you were talking, he said that some, most of you look at that thorn. I said, well, Lord, does he need me to back him up? I don't got the iPad in here. I was going to back him up. Todd. He was going to break that word down. I said, oh, I think he grew up in there. I didn't know what was going oh, on. Because if you look at the root
2: word of phone.
1: Listen, and you know I love words. <laughs> I will, I will denote the words. So i but I, not on this platform. Okay, so you said your your new show is dropping in a couple of days. Okay, which platforms is it available on, what day so, is it dropping, what time is it dropping, all of those things.
2: So it is dropping on uh, January the 6th on all uh, listening platforms. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, there will be a YouTube channel. You can catch clips of it on Instagram. And all the handles are going to be the mind blowing show with Jamil Conway. Um,
1: That's a long handle. So, the mind blowing show. So, I'm just saying,
2: it just, most of them is just the mind blowing show on like the Instagram. But, like, if you like having trouble finding it, just put my name with it. uh, Because I noticed later after I created everything, it's a lot of mind blowing content out there. Some of it may not be very mind-blowing. Um, but that was shade.
1: The shade. Child, it just may be mind-blowing to a different listening audience than what it would be mind-blowing to your listening audience.
2: Right, that was shade. And it was not yeah. even necessary. No. I'm still working through my self-deliverance of my shady, non-sympathetic self. So...
1: Need y'all to you know. Child, that's why it's it's great to be in a safe space, a secure uh environment where you can just be who you are without any judgment. So we, we do not judge you. Uh we embrace the totality of who you are uh here on the What Now Podcast. So it comes out Wednesday, okay, all major listening platforms. Uh, what are, what are some goals that you set for the show this year?
2: So the major goal and it, yeah, the, the, the major goal I set is just to be a voice for the voices. So those individuals that feel like their story is not great, that feel like they're really not doing anything, I want them to realize no matter how small, um, it might be in your brain. It's big. Um, no matter how, uh, hard these troubles might be, it's for a purpose. Like, I want to get those stories out. I want to encourage somebody. Um, some of the, the guests that I have on, we get into some crazy conversations, some about, uh, going through childhood abuse. Um, molestation, uh, sexuality, church hurt, you name it, we, we cover it. It's a no host bar, um, conversation, which is very different for my politically correct, churchy self. Um, so I have to show a whole different side of me that I am not used to the public seeing. Um, I do get a little ratchet. Just a
1: little bit. Just a
2: little? Um, yeah, just a little um, bit.
1: Child, um. I, could, I could turn a song on right now and pull the full ratchet that's out of me. <laughs> Wait, so you don't, don't, do that. don't make me do that right now. But I, I just know that I could. I could I could go here to this phone and I could say, Google Bigsby or Alexa Play. Child, and you will forget where you're at. So I,
2: I will, all, I, all I'm going to say that's not the truth because I know how to hold my cool.
1: Hey Google um, Plate work for me.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: glad Google don't work. <laughs> <laughs> See? I just turned it off. It was actually a great plan. I turned it off. Yeah. But I just go ahead little you say little ratchet. I said mm, what are we measuring it against? but go ahead. <laughs> I mean,
2: compared to yours, it's little. Oh, yeah, um, I knew that, yeah, so if, if my book is little. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so th- this, this, this venture, um, I haven't set limitations on it. Uh, the conversations you will notice, they, they don't have a set flow of where they have to go, how they're going to go. Uh, the length, uh, literally, I don't even think not one of my, Episodes that I've already, uh, recorded have the same length. Some are short, some are long. But to me, it's more important about the information that was given, um, uh, in each one of these, uh, podcasts, videocasts, whatever you want to call them. I, I don't even like putting a label on it in a sense because I feel like this is just set one. It's not the finish. Okay. So it's not, this this might be a whole book series. I, we don't know yet. This might be uh, a TV show. We don't know what uh, mm-hmm. God has stored. Okay, um, talk I a, Yeah, I didn't get my offer letter from uh, Transformation. Uh, Trans. I can't talk right now. Um,
1: Transformation. I ha-
2: yes, I have not got my offer letter from uh, Transformation Network yet, but I'll be looking. I'll check my inbox. To see how Child, that's
1: I don't think working. that's how it works I thought I said at the beginning of the show if you have dot 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 reach out to us I didn't say us reach out to you you reach out to but us but I'm on your show
2: so that's technically reaching out and I talk to you like I talk to you more than I talk to my fake boyfriends
1: Child, I, we don't even have time to talk about that because that's That right there is a whole nother show for another time. So that's going to be, have to be the after dark version of the show or something. (laughs) That's a whole nother story there. But yeah, that talking to me and and actually submitting your information is two different things. But you know, you, you talk, we did discuss about the show and everything. So if you, you know, interested as we're we're developing the transformation, uh, network, definitely we can collab. You know, we definitely yes. can collab there. That's what's up. But okay, so now all of that's great. Let's talk about the book. You were talking about writing the book. What's up with the book now?
2: So I don't have a release date. Um okay. again, like all almost all my great ideas, I somehow bounced off of you and you just always got that encouraging word of go for it. Like, do it. Like be about it. Just do it. all those little catchy phrases, you know. Like encouraging Nike.
1: Right? Words. Just like Nike, I'm not trying to infringe on a copyright anything. So let's like legally. Okay, Nike, he's know. not trying to infringe on you. However, if you are listening, I use your So if you would like to be a sponsor and send me merchandise, you can just definitely email my administrative office at admin. At the Transformation Center dot Life and Center is spelled C E N T R E. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: okay, dude. Let um, cool. yeah. Let her let them know. Um, yeah. So, uh, this book is it's coming together very well. It's it's like a tell all. Yeah. It's I I. I got to get it clear with a couple people. Ooh. At the same time, I, I don't really care how they feel. Sure. So it's going to be very, very uh, edgy to tell all. Like When I say tell all, there's things that I have not even talked about on the show yet that are in this book. Um, Only person that I got clearance from is God, and that's only one I cared about. So we 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 we're working on it. Um, this probably be uh, something that'll be out at the end of this year. Um, I have a very strict time frame that I'm working with, and the end of the year is where I'm looking to release it. Huh. All right. It's how I'm. St- it's, it's it's how I'm going to end thirty.
1: Okay. That's what's up. That's great. That's great. Now here's what I want you to do. I want you to give our listening audience uh, all of your social media handles as well as again, remind them how they can connect with the show because even though there aren't any episodes out to, you know, when this show is being released, they still can subscribe to it because it isn't, it's going to be available on iTunes. It's going to be available on uh, Spotify. Anchor is your hosting platform. They can write you or leave you voice messages on there as well. And it's on other major platforms as well. So give them, you know, uh, your uh, contact information.
2: So the best way to get in contact with me is uh, through any social media platform. I literally have all of them. Um, uh, it would be it's Jamil A. Conway on all social media platforms. Um, the show's Facebook page is the Mind Blowing Show. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, and it's all the Mind Blowing Show. And if you just shoot me a, a message, I can personally send you out some links um, to the podcast, to the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, so we're also on YouTube at the Mind Blowing Show with Jamil Conway. Um, and hey, hey, I'm my my inboxes are open even if it has nothing to do with the
1: show and you just need somebody hold to up. talk to. Hold up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Child, I thought talk you was telling to. them to shoot their shot. I was going to say, hold up. We're <laughs> not no match making show. we we not shooting shots. If you're out there. we match. not shooting, shooting like, shots. Child, you said my my inboxes are open. I was thinking, wait a minute. Where are we going with this? How did we get here?
2: My inboxes are not open in that way yet Um, because I'm working on me right now.
0: And, and all your fake
2: boyfriend. And my fake boyfriend. They're not really my boyfriends. They're just my friends that I just spend most of my time with them and they're out there like encouraging me and pouring into me because I, I was used to pouring out all the time. So they're my fake boyfriend.
1: We're gonna leave it at that. Child, we're gonna leave it at that. We can talk about that on another show. As I said, that we're gonna start releasing some dark side of uh, what now of the what now podcast. Can we do an
2: after dark uh, podcast?
1: That I think that'll be really cool. Child, I can't. I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I don't know if people are ready for that side of me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really don't know if they're ready for that. I mean. um, I would be down with that though, but I, I don't know if the people are ready. I think they say no, we wasn't ready, we wasn't ready. But um, that's every that's everything. You gave them all of your contact information. Yes, sir. Okay. So now I have two more questions for you. Over this last child, it might have been two hours. I don't know. I've, I've been keeping track of time. Uh, you've given us a lot of information. We've laughed a lot. Uh, you uh been very serious. Child, you took us to church. You yeah. did all, you took us to the club, child, because you was ready to get up and twerk. See, I told you I could pull that ratchet out of you. I told you I could pull it out. I'm anointed for that. If you want to be churchy, I'm a, I'm anointed to pull that ratchetness out of you. Ratchetness out of you. So, if everybody was to forget everything that you said, what would be one thing that you would want them to walk away with?
2: If you don't remember anything else, you are enough.
1: Simple as that. Don't you know better than that? Now, here's my last question. Uh, this is a question I've actually brought in from Transformation Radio. I end every conversation over there like that, and we're going to start to end every conversation over here like that. And that question is, who is God to you personally?
2: Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm still defining that. I'm in my like redefining phase of my life. And it used to be where God was just this scary deity that I looked at like, oh God, if I don't or oh oh God, if I don't do this, I'm going to hell. But now I'm more so looking at him as in like, that's my father. That's somebody that's going to love me unconditionally. No matter how or what I do, he still loves me. It. He still believes in me. And I just have to be honest with myself because he already knows what's going on. So just be honest with myself and and it it's going to
1: be okay. Awesome. Great way to end the show. I always ask that question uh, because here on this platform and in everything that I do, I believe in diversity. Uh, I do not believe that we all have to have the same background, the same belief system. We have to think the same way. I believe that there is so much growth and possibility in diversity. And I believe that every time we encounter an an individual, we are encountering God. We are God's created ones. He lives inside of us. Therefore, we are having an experience with God. I ask that question also because nobody ever answers it the same way. Many times I've asked it, nobody has the same answer, which means if you can communicate to me who God is to you, someone else communicates to me who God is to them the next time I go through something, I may be able to pull from your experience with God to help me understand that God can help me through that time of my life. Listen, Jamil, I want to thank you for joining us on tonight. Thank you for sharing so freely. We are excited about the podcast that you're releasing, the show that you're releasing, what everything that it's going to grow to. We're excited about the book. We're excited about your life. We're excited about your encounter with truth. We are excited about your encounter with truth because there's nothing like living from a place of truth. Listening audience, here's what I want you to do. I want you to text the word TRUTH to 3026485544. Again, 3026485544. That lets me know you have listened to today's podcast and it also gives you an opportunity to enter the drawing at the end of the month. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool, I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation, and that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to wwwcliftonpettijohncom forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the co- your personal copy of from stagnation and transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it will give you a 21-day jump start to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation.